All right. We are officially recording, Lauren. Hello. Hi. So I'm so glad to see you today and be in this space with you. And I'm so grateful that you agreed to do this interview. Oh my goodness. So, my pleasure. How blessed are we to know each other and to oh not God. only, you know, yeah. to be friends, you know, how yeah. amazing is that? So first and foremost, I want to introduce the segment. Hello, everyone. I'm Michelle Valenzuela-Wolf. I am the founder of Empower LA. Uh, this segment is called Opportunity Knocks. We do it every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific. I started this segment because uh, when COVID hit in March, I wanted people to realize there were opportunities out there for them. Opportunities to evaluate, to create, to make, and to take opportunities. And so I invited Lauren onto this show, not only because she's a dear friend of mine, but she's so gifted. She is a certified nutritionist. She's also certified in yoga and meditation. I personally have uh, been able to partake in many of her medicinal meals that she does. I've also done her cleanses and I'm gifted enough to do it now in this week before my birthday uh, with her as well. So yeah, I feel super blessed about that. And Lauren actually has a company called Lauren Living Healthy. And she also wrote a book uh, that is a wealth of information about how to heal your skin, by the way, from the inside out. That's oh, right. <laughs> Vibrant skin at any age. That's absolutely right, Lauren. And she um, just started doing these medicinal meal delivery programs that she started during COVID too. So all of us are learning to pivot and also take opportunities during COVID. So I'd love for you to tell them a little bit about yourself because that was just a snippet and you have so much more. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. For, first of all, I just have to say, when I met Michelle, it was like magnet. I mean, literally magnet. She is the most, I just she's energetic, she's open. Uh, accepting, not judgmental. I just like fell in love. It was I like realized a, that I didn't have us on um, on our view of side by side. Oh, okay. Because I can see you. Because I was like, she's so small. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really happy to be on her segment. I really love how she's bringing women together in this community because now more than ever, we really, really need community. And mm -hmm. with the isolation that has been a product of COVID, I think that the more we can develop and form our little bubbles, if you will, um, the better off we as women will be in terms of helping each other, empowering each other, like Empower LA, mm -hmm. uh, to really try to push ourselves forward and not be stagnant. Yes. Um, you know, That's I a have, great word. Yeah. I have a lot of clients, we're laughing right now because I just had someone call me today and said, you know, I've gained the COVID-19. Uh, I've managed to find okay, COVID. I told you. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm hearing that a lot. Um, and what's so interesting is here's the, here's the real conundrum um, and the disconnect. People now more than ever are walking and moving their body, but they're gaining weight. So what's this inverse relationship? Mm -hmm. What's happening is the metabolic system in our bodies from inflammation has changed due to stress. Mm. So part yeah. of my practice as a nutritionist over the years has been so diet centric that I thought, well, wait a second, 
it's really not the diet that's driving the issue. It's the dysregulation of three things. Mm -hmm. One, what I call like the woman's word of the decade, because a lot of us are either pre-perimeno. Yeah. And it's hormone imbalance. Mm -hmm. That's kind of creating the COVID tire, I call it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can I stand up for a second? No, I love it. Um, so you can't see in this dress, it's hard to see, but it's Move your camera to... down a little bit. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, so if you're carrying weight from here to here, this is kind of our metabolic misnomer. Mm -hmm. So I call it a misnomer because people don't understand the relationship between body fat that's carried around the middle mm -hmm. and the way that we are processing our fats in our diet yeah. and creating imbalances in our hormone levels. So diet, I call it diet schmite. Diet is like BS. It's really about getting a hold of like three things. One is our hormone health. We've been talking about that. I feel like I need to take notes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take notes. Um, believe you me, I've been studying this now for like nine years. I've been practicing for 20. Mm. Come this, in fact, right about now, but October 15th, I ended up getting my clinical license and it was like, shit, am I doing this? I, yeah. I've already been teaching yoga and meditation and, you it's know, totally real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, mm -hmm. you know, my grandmother was kind of a guru. Um, I grew up in Minneapolis and my grandmother was a vegetarian and she lived in and out of India. And we've always been deeply rooted in the, health field, I will tell you, mm -hmm. um, you know, forced vegetarianism. What a drag is that when you're a little girl? Yeah. And you sneak across the street to get M&Ms from your friend's cabinet. And you're like, ooh, hoardy. Absolutely. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you know. Tell me about the three things though. Yes. So first is getting in touch with our hormonal health. Okay. Getting in touch with our metabolic health, mm -hmm. I'll tell you how they're different, and getting control of our stress levels. Yeah. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of corporate wellness talks. I would say that's my most passionate thing. Yes, delivering the food and working with this incredible chef. And I just want to give a little plug to these medicinal meals. We are delivering them. They're from the farmer's market. All the produce, it's seasonal. So what that seasonal food does, it actually starts to shift hormones. It starts to clear endotoxins and it creates a more of a balance in our fatty acid profile. It creates metabolic health and hormonal health. So those are like the pillars. And also not to mention, what kind of stress does that take off the table when you don't have to cook every night? Like, I have to say it's interesting because just, you know, I'm, I'm obviously um, currently eating some of these foods, right? The lettuce from the salad, I have to tell you all, is so delicious. It tastes like you're eating butter. I mean, your kale to arugula to, I mean, it's, I, I don't even know all the different types of lettuces I've been dying to ask you because I can't wait to put that in my mouth. You know? So a big, yes, a big shout out to Garrett at Country Fresh Farms. Mm. Um, I am so indebted to him because 
I have not really wanted to spend a lot of time at the farmer's market. In the last several weeks, I have gone on Sunday and I'm still doing my life from the Sunday farmer's market. These little teeny segments, nothing great, nothing much, but just to give people an idea of what to choose and what to eat. Mm -hmm. Difference between organic and non-organic. Mm -hmm. So Garrett, country fresh farms, country fresh herbs, those lettuces, he's delivering them. So if you, mm -hmm. anyone, any of your viewers want that lettuce, I need that variety. now. Yeah, <laughs> they deliver. And so every week when I'm doing these specialized cleanses, like we're doing together right now, I am getting a, I want to say a shit ton, a ton of greens because it's, it's me. <laughs> because it's about diversity. It's not about eating the same romaine from the Trader Joe's pack every single day. That yeah. will do this much to and heal you. Just, and it basically takes, a, it's a lot of water. Like, I mean, that doesn't taste like anything. Has no first, I'm so glad that you said that. I'm so glad that you feel the intense medicinal, you know, components. Of oh, I do. And, and the thing is, is that I love, I love greens in general. However, and I know a lot of the audience may not love greens, but maybe yeah. it's because we haven't been eating the right things. And yes. you're right. I had shifted to eating more greens again, and I was just not satisfied. I was, and, and frankly, I mean, I'm lazy. Like, so I will go get the bag. And if somebody can bring it to my door, I would pay a little extra to get good quality. So yes, and just a little tip because we like our things pre-washed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he actually does a triple wash on his wow. bagged loose greens. So if you don't get it in the heads, I do a combination like in your cleanse. Mm -hmm. This week, you had six different varieties of greens. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. So six different varieties of greens does something like magic. Mm -hmm. It creates a diverse microbiome in your gut. Mm -hmm. So the key to fight inflammation and strengthen our immune systems during COVID is to have a lot of different things going on in that gut and have the good guys out numbering the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And that's what these, this variety does. If I'm eating the same romaine out of the Trader Joe's, nothing wrong with Trader Joe's, by the way. No, Trader Joe's is amazing, but yeah, is amazing. you're right, we have to diversify. We have to diversify. Eat seasonally, eat locally, and when I say local, things that are grown here, seasonal, with this, eat with the seasons. I and mean, you're not gonna be eating you know, the berries all year long. You're not gonna be eating the tomatoes all year long. I know that's hard to do. And you can freeze stuff, you can can stuff, you can make, like we just did a class on making sauces. Like what do you do with your leftover stuff? Let's not waste it. Let's like repurpose it. Let's reimagine it to something else. So let me um, ask you a question. This is really interesting. So when we're talking about eating with the seasons and we think about animals right that live in the forest and they're constantly eating whatever is available to them at that time do animals have less inflammation as a whole i mean i know there's this whole thing about vegan and you know and also vegetarianism but just from a question standpoint it just came up for me that's such an interesting question that no one has ever asked me before because okay. i've never gone inside the animal pet <laughs> and here i come i love that i love you so much but what I will tell you is that, think about this. You're buying eggs. You're buying eggs from Trader Joe's. Those chickens, it says organic, but guess what? They're still given feed that they're not used to eating. Those, they're hunters and peckers. Yeah. They forage. They're looking for like whatever is left over in the farm. Yeah. The bugs, the insects. Um, they're not looking for the soy. They're not looking for the hay. They're yeah, not looking yeah. for the barley. They're not looking for the oats. 
Yep. Henceforth, you buy those eggs, guess what you're eating? You're eating inflammation. Mm. So organic is not organic. So that's like a big thing that I'm trying to teach in some of my webinars. And it's so interesting how it's not, a, not very few people think about the chain, the whole food chain, but you just asked about the food chain mm -hmm. and my answer to that. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, because I think about the food chain because, well, I watched a documentary recently about just sort of migration of animals and things like that. And, and it actually brought up what they were eating. And one of the things that they focused on was actually pigs, like how pigs live within a pen with one another and how they eat and how they're drawn to food. So anyways, that's totally separate from the subject. Yeah. So tell me, how did you start Lauren Living Healthy? Like, how did that come about? Like, obviously, you know, a lot of people become a nutritionist or become, you know, a health coach. You were a health coach before there, that was even a term, by the way. Yeah. And um, you're doing yoga and meditation. But like, how did you go, I want to write a book. I want to be bigger. I want to do more. Mm -hmm. So it was 2010. Um, my practice started getting larger. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I wasn't able to really get forth the full, you know, product line and the service line that I had to offer. And I, at that point, had been asked to do something super fun. And... Um, I don't know how I met her initially, but I got to do a little traveling spa, an at-home spa. Yeah, I love that. So much fun. And I got to do it with, with Donna Karen and Barbara Streisand. Oh my God, totally. It was like, oh my God, how fun is this? Yes. And I thought, huh, like what about a traveling spa? What about bringing that package of wellness mm -hmm. so not only did we have like the typical the massage and all that good stuff and the yoga and the meditation which i did i at that point brought in a chef, mm. a chef that i was working with and we both taught cooking and she also did the food and i thought this is kind of a great concept mm -hmm. and i was able to replicate it but i couldn't really sustain it because my practice started to move into a new direction Mm. And from that moment, after that spa, what happened, which was completely unexpected, is the chef who was originally Wolfgang, I'm sorry, um, Hans Rockenlagers. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, totally. Worked wow. for him. Um, Donna hired her, like right there and then. It was my first chef placement. Wow. So I was like, oh God, maybe this is interesting. Like, I think if we put out to the universe what we have to offer, the universe comes back and fills that hole for us. I absolutely agree with you. Particularly so, if the intention is, it's meant, yeah. it's within your yeah. value set and what you're meant to manifest, right? Yeah. yeah. So clients from there, I started to get a little busier, I would say a lot busier because from there, actually it was before that, that I met Barry Sears who wrote The Zone Diet. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that book, Diet? Yeah, totally. And he hired me initially to work with his West Coast clients. Well, that was like the who's who. As yeah, you can exactly. All imagine. You can only imagine. And I'm not gonna say anything about anyone, but suffice it to say, demanding to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. You know, just demanding. And I, while I enjoy it, it's always exciting to have that celebrity on your roster. Yeah, of I've course. Always to, I've always refused to call myself a celebrity nutritionist, even though I've worked with 
more than you can imagine. I, in fact, I've never said those two names on air. Mm. Never. Mm. I actually, I think I had to sign an NDA, but that's long. Expired. That was so long ago. Those, yeah. lady, those ladies are like, oh yeah. <laughs> I actually ran into Donna Karen um, in the Hamptons two summers ago. And I walked up to her because it had been 10 years. Oh my Lord. And I was like, Donna, Lauren, right? She was like, oh my God. She says, you're never going to believe this. I still have the chef you placed. Mm. Wow. Like that was like, more than like seeing her. Yes. That to me was like feather in the Bet your soul. I've yeah. got something here. I get food. I get how to pair people who have the same philosophy about food and how I can get the chef who really can fulfill the intention of the client. Because mm -hmm. people were at that point coming to me and I'd, they'd walk away with their zone diet plan and, um, and then not be able to do the diet. So I then started to get involved with more chefs mm -hmm. and I started training the chefs. By the way, I had like, like who am I to do that? But what I did know is the science of food because that's my background. Mm -hmm. so I was able to say, we can't cook with these bad oils and fats. Mm -hmm. We can't heat the food this high because we're creating oxidative stress in the food. We're mm -hmm. creating byproduct. What about if we take your cordon bleu fanciness and we make it healthy? So okay. that's how I started to get involved with other chefs. And one by one, I was placing other chefs to clients that had diets that they couldn't um, regulate and they couldn't follow a plan because once you leave a nutritionist office to believe Okay, where'd you go? I see that you are frozen. Where'd you go? Let's see if you come back. Okay, guys, we had a little bit of technical difficulties. It's because Laura's information was so valuable, you <laughs> decided to blow up. Anyways, um, so we're going back to where we were. You were describing this amazing situation of how you ran into Donna. But the yes. really the reality and the the gist of what you were trying to describe is how valuable the relationships with your chefs have been through this. Right. Process, yeah. Right? yeah, it's it's been incredible. So it's really spurred on a whole business for me. And I think I've placed I don't I haven't even really even counted. It's 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 not even fair to say or even to guess. But I place again three to four chefs a year, but then I also we're also doing COVID dinner parties now where the chef drops off. And um, sometimes now some people are wanting him in the kitchen to do plated. So that's a whole nother thing. And again, it's more for me, I love food. I'm a foodie. Um, I love helping plan the menus and the parties. So that's like a whole fun non-clinical thing because so much of my practice is looking at blood work and analyzing um, gut sample. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, that this is sort of fun. That's why I love making the cleanses. Yeah. I love putting my hands in the food and the creativity of that. So what that kind of say, what would you say if someone was on this call, because there will be, um, you would want to share with them about taking the opportunity, like to do a cleanse, for example, because that's a whole other like opposite thing. And I think it's like some people are terrified of it because they think it means like no food. And yeah. that's not what it means. So no. there are those, but that's not what you do. No. And it's actually what I talked about in my book when I wrote my book in 2015, um, I was looking at the picture going, God, I look good back then. <laughs> like, like, you still look amazing. I was like, I had this great red hair. Um, too hard to maintain. Anyway, so the cleanses. I, again, haven't told you about some of my health pitfalls. 
So another thing, other things that kind of catapulted me into the nutrition world, um, super sickly in my teens, uh, irritable bowel, Mayo Clinic, uh, wow. eating issues, like it's, you know, was a professional dancer and everything that that brings along with it, all that baggage. Um, so um, I really, really feel that with a cleanse, if you take it down to a fasting state for a very, like, I think it's great to do all liquids one day a week. I think that's a great thing. I yeah. used to do that. Like, I love fasting leading up to Yom Kippur. I thought that was fantastic. I, and I do it, try to do it every year. Um, but I think when you take the fiber and the fat and the protein out of the meals, um, I don't think you're doing the body much good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why, you, you know, I mean, you can probably tell, it, tell them about my cleanses and that they're food-based cleanses. And what makes them detoxifying are all of the greens that flush out the liver, the specific things like dandelion, mm -hmm. the use of ginger, the use of turmeric, the use of garlic. All of those things are medicinal detoxifiers and they shunt that liver and they, and they move the blood um, so the blood sugar stays stable and you don't have that pancreatic rush. So my cleanses are really about a healing process as opposed to a, depri a deprivation. And so when you look at the opportunity of, um, of like for yourself, like, you know, when you decided to start Lauren Living Healthy and it came from this like standpoint of you basically starting to work with chefs and you know, uh, in addition to that, you know, doing people's nutritional plans, which is all part of this whole food component, right? Right. Where do you see yourself going with it? Like, and what's the opportunity for somebody? Because, you know, you're a female entrepreneur too. Maybe oh, yeah. it's through the lens of, it really is, food is medicine, right? You know, um, maybe it's through the lens of wellness. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, like, you know, you are truly running a business. You have many segments and categories and it may have started off with one thing and it, it uh, unraveled to more. So what's the, what's the opportunity for people out there as an entrepreneur for you to share with them? Um, you know, I think it's really interesting because wellness, health coaching is one of the fastest growing fields. Um, I am a, bit of a snob because I have a bunch of hours under my belt, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I mean, the amount of studying, digging deep, forget about, the, forget about all this, the, the schoolwork. I mean, that was nothing. That really added this much to my learning base. Mm -hmm. It's keeping ahead of trends, of protocols, of different kinds of conditions, um, of health issues, of what's trending dietarily. So, I think that if I were to talk about getting into this business or becoming an entrepreneur, I would tell someone the first thing they need to do is apprentice. Mm -hmm. I love that. Find, that's such a great, that's such great guidance because so many people don't give people that guidance. Right. I mean, I try every year to have, um, like right now I have a 16 year old girl who's such a superstar, by the way. Hi, Liana. Um, She's doing, because I also have a, oh, I have a protein bar line too. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, so she's baking the bars uh, right now. And bars are amazing. Helping, yeah. And helping me a little bit with the cleanses, helping me a little bit with the social media. So, 
you know, someone who's in, and she wants to be a pediatrician, by the way, she's taking it way beyond where, where I was willing to go. I wasn't willing to go to medical school. Um, so I think that if you find someone that you respect, you um, follow what they're doing um, and see if you can get in there a few hours a week or even setting up, I'm doing something right now with visionary women mm -hmm. where I will be mentoring someone. I think it's one hour, four times um, a quarter. I have to look at what they're asking me to do, yeah. but I was like, absolutely. And this is a young girl who was very interested in getting into the wellness field. What does it take? What do you have to do? Where should you study? Um, and all that changes on a daily basis. It's very easy right now with all the online opportunities for education uh -huh. to literally do something online. Like Absolutely. you're doing yoga online right yes. now, which is so commendable. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it would be very hard to do that online because I have to like have like the visual and the human touch. Yeah, um, it's hard. I mean, I could see where the benefits of both, right? You know, obviously, idea. You know, me, I'm a connection person, so and I would prefer um, somebody be fixing my poses in person, holding yeah. the arms in in the proper way. And I think it actually takes a lot of patience for somebody who's doing it uh, on the computer. So, right. yeah, right. I absolutely agree. But with that said, um, do a program. I mean, I can't, someone asked me recently, like, which one should you do? Mine was much more academic based, but now there's things that are more in the coaching field. Mm -hmm. um, a lot I of guess, people that I, I, I N or something, right? I don't know what yeah, the name of the- Yes, integrative, yes, integrative mm -hmm. nutrition and the, uh, the one out in New York. Yeah. Um, that one's been around for a while. And initially when they started that, um, that was when I was working with a guy that wrote the zone diet. Yeah. And a lot of the people that I studied when working with that protocol and working with that clientele, um, uh, were the very educators that were coming out of that program. And those programs were in person. How great was that? Yeah. Some of the, the real pioneers in this field. Mm -hmm. Um, um, the other thing that I would do if I had to do it over, I mean, I don't think I would change a thing because I loved where I've been able to take this. I, my mother every day calls Part me. Part of the journeyman, like you like to, um, you you like to explore different things because you're a lifelong learner, mm -hmm. and that's what gives you the next nugget for your next idea that you pursue or step into. Right. Yes, um, and the next idea is, which I think I can share, is you know with regard to what like a Jamie Oliver and Alice Waters, some of these real pioneers in the food forward business, in the farm to table business, in the food education business as it pertains to our youth. Um, I am with uh, an incredible woman, Sharon Yadigar of oh, LA yeah. Moms. Yeah, I know Sharon, she's amazing. Amazing. Um, she called me and said, what about getting lunches to kids who are um, homeschooling right now? Mm -hmm. In front of those, you know, Zooms 24-7. Yeah. Parents get tired. They don't want to cook. They don't know what to cook. Things are unhealthy. They can't do takeout every day. Enough is enough. Exactly. So yep. we're working on a concept right now. And we have a pilot running probably the second week of October, but we're doing our menu tasting this Saturday. Mm, I and, love it. And the ultimate goal for that is to really disrupt the uh the hot lunch program in schools yeah i mean i think uh every mother can speak to the fact that they're not clear that the hot lunch programs are the best um best resources available for their children as far as nutrients and nutrition goes right, right, um, right. absolutely so yeah. so tell me 
what is the opportunity that like is that like the biggest opportunity that you have going right now or is, is it mostly the corporate wellness program that you have because I mean, you've mentioned like four or five things that you're doing um, and <laughs> that's amazing, you know, that you have that kind of expansive growth uh, that's available to you. But what would you say is the biggest initiative that you have on your plate right now? Well, that's tough because I'm so, you know, it, it's almost equally divided. Um, I'm starting to, you know, it's so weird. I'm starting to get business off my Instagram. That's and, cool. and, you know, you never really do. Right, you well, spend time on that. Uh, Instagram's an awareness tool. However, I think it is, it's like you're not allowed to sell on it, but you're selling based upon what your offering is. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've made so, so many friends off of Instagram. It's um, really, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've just done it to stay relevant, to be honest with you. All of my social media has just been to kind of stay relevant. But my weekly newsletters have really generated a lot of business. But I would say my, my the main source of my revenue would be corporate wellness. Mm. My passion is corporate wellness as it pertains to reaching large groups of people. Mm. When we're in person, like I just did Thomas Saffron and Associates, oh, uh, yeah. develop, do you know that company? Yeah. And so when I initially pitched them for corporate wellness in 2016, they said, you know what, Lauren, this is awesome. We love your ideas. Yeah. People up and down the coast. They're yeah. not going to come unless you can go to all these weird places. Not weird, but all these yeah, but, yeah, little places that are not like, you know, center of a large city. Yeah. Yes. And now I had a Zoom with them and it was like the most gratifying because I don't know how many, maybe a hundred people on that. I'm not entirely sure, but it was a big group. And the next day, um, Jordan Pines, who is the CEO, sent me an email from one of his employees. Mm -hmm. And the caption read, what a difference 24 hours makes. Mm -hmm. Wow. After implementing one of my that. exercises in 24 hours, she said that it was, a, she's, you know, slept through the night. She hadn't slept through the night. Mm -hmm. And that speaks, I mean, that okay. for me is like, if I could wear that on a banner, you know, um, that's why I do what I do. So I can affect change in people that are struggling. Um, mm -hmm. I know what my practices have done for my life because you know a lot of my health issues, which I'm not going to get yeah. into. And I have done a pretty good job, um, not, not just managing, but overcoming. Mm. And I want to give people the tools to do that. So in the corporate realm, I love like, I did a Brentwood Moms group. Mm. I did Vietnam Women. I'm doing a YPO thing. So it's really, it's so much fun. And, mm. and being on the Zoom, you just kind of see all these faces clicking in. It's a little weird. I'm much more of like you, a mm. people person. Yeah. But I don't have to get on a plane now. Yes. It, and I will say, I mean, I think the thing is, if you're a connection person, you wish that you were in person. However, you are connected no matter what. Like, I have to say, that's the interesting thing that I felt about doing meditation over these Zooms yeah. or uh, energy work, you know, things that you're like, oh, isn't it interesting? We learn about how it's all interconnected. But then when you're actually, you're thinking, well, you're not in person with the person. You can't feel it, but you actually can. And so yeah. much is read through body language and eyes and breath, like just seeing somebody let down, right? I'm sure you've seen that in a lot of your uh, corporate wellness things that you've yes, been seeing. Yes, yes, I, I, I very much love it. Um, but I also love just, I have a client coming next week. Well, 
She actually was going to come because I have a social distancing um, scenario set up in my backyard now for people that do want to come with a mask. Mm -hmm. um, but she has lupus, she told me. I said, you better, we'll Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, and she has SIBO, and I work a lot with like because oh, that's her. kind of my background. And, you know, she just said that, you know, I heard about you from someone, someone of a someone. And, you know, she said to me, are you sure that you want to see people in person at this point? And I said, you know, part of me misses that connection. But if I can be effective this way, then I'm happy to do this way if you're comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, seeing people anyway. So, so you know, I'm going to take up too much of your time because I want to be respectful of it. But I do have one other question for you is that you mentioned something in the beginning of the uh, interview that I find really interesting, which is around uh, gut health uh, and stress being such a huge thing related to people gaining weight during COVID. So I think the correlation that you made around so many people are moving so much more than they used to. So for example, there's so many people that maybe weren't exercisers before or anything like that, but they're moving more. I mean, I see so many people in my neighborhood walking in the morning and in the evening, but yet everyone's struggling with it. So what would your recommendation be to people so that they have some information of how to help themselves? Right. I mean, obviously right. they have you and we'll, we'll make sure everybody gets your information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, exercise sadly is only this much of the, the picture. Yeah. I wish it was this much of the picture because people are exercising more than ever. Uh, the problem with the uh, what's happening with the caloric output and the caloric intake is that it's it's very much imbalanced because we're sitting here. That's why sometimes I'll get up during my Zooms and I'll stand every 20 minutes and I set my phone for 20 minutes and I stand up and I just kind of move my body. Yes. So the sedentary um, quality of most of our days, we're sitting from eight to 10 hours. Yeah, I'll do a little shimmy too. The sedentary lifestyle, because we are, sorry, I'm out of the screen now, because we are sitting for so many hours during the day that, um, it doesn't matter how much you're walking because during that day, you are in that fridge. If your office is set up where mine is, I'm right smack yeah. up. The pantry's here, the fridge is there. Create an office at least 20 feet away from your fridge or kitchen. That's a great suggestion. Do not, like I don't let, like my clients who are struggling, like, and a lot of us have our home offices. So my husband's working at home. Yeah. And we used to share office and he was at his office in Chatsworth. And I would be in our, our main office with clients. And now I am like Grand Central right in here. I got like my pantry, I've got my nuts, I've got my bars, I've got, totally. you know, there's, totally. so much, there's so much room um, to kind of fall into that rabbit hole. And I just don't, I just don't let myself. So um, I've been able to um, kind of manifest That's a will. lot of control. That's strong will. Mm -hmm. But I also have a very timed eating window which is a subject for another conversation where there's just a certain time where I will eat. And once that window, once that window closes, I am done for the day. Is that intermittent fasting? It is. It is. Okay. And actually I just got an article today from one of my mentors and he was saying, Oh, there's new research saying the window has got to be from eight to four in order for it to work. All I can tell you is I've been doing IF for maybe two, honey, how long have we been doing it? Intermittent fasting, like two years. Yeah, I think I've been doing it for a couple of years now. That's my husband. Mm. I and, remember your husband. Yeah. He's lovely. Yeah, he is lovely. Um, so 
he's been doing it. He's been able to manage his weight very well. Um, and I think men always have, that's the other thing that I think is quite frustrating to watch is um, the difference between, you know, because people know I'm over 50, the difference between an over 50 year old woman versus over 50 year old man in terms of maintaining during this time of COVID has been quite interesting too. Yeah, that's interesting. You may move the same amount of energy, but not get the same result. Yes, yeah. Um, men actually have a much easier time losing weight than women. Mm -hmm. And well, you know, a little bit more particular, a little bit more finicky, a little bit, you know, because, you know, men do go through their own kind of like a manopause. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's just, it doesn't necessarily manifest in some of the complications that our menopause does, but they will, you'll see like, well, this is another subject, like the man boobs and, yeah, 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 totally. you know, um, so, and also, also much to think about. Well, here's the deal. Since we keep our interviews to around a half hour, you and I could speak for hours. And clearly you have a plethora of information that you can share. I do want people to know where to find you and where to locate your medicinal meals as well. Yes. So, um, you know, if you can do me one favor and just go, here are my five product offerings. Here's my website, my Instagram, and call me. Uh, that would be amazing because I have to say like just sharing with my audience like Lauren has done a lot uh, for me through the years. I mean, we've exercised together. We've done sound baths. We've done so many things together and um, I'm just grateful for the imparted wisdom that she gives me every day because um, it's it's invaluable. It's invaluable for our health and that's if you don't have health, what do you have? Health as well, right? Health as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you want to sign up for medicinal meals, or if you want to reach out and get some help with your gut, your hormones, um, contact me by my website initially, sign up for my newsletter, and then you'll get my weekly kind of offerings with regard to corporate. I always talk about a little corporate. Um, I talk about the meal service. I post my menu every single Friday morning on my newsletter. And then you can see what I've got. The menus change every week according to the season. We're starting to add probiotics and prebiotics into the menus to build our gut and to build our immune systems for the onslaught that's about to happen. I hate to say it, I don't want to be negative, but we've got combination realistic. And, and COVID season coming up. They're going to like butt heads. So um, my Instagram is at Lauren Rashap. And um, yes, please. Yeah. Like, you know, Her Instagram's at Lauren Rashap and it's uh, www.laurenlivinghealthy.com, correct? That's okay. Correct. And that's R-A-S-H-A-P. Yes, thank you. A. Thank so, you so, okay, guys, I am so grateful for this time with you. Is there anything else you want to share with people before we get off? Um, your skin looks fabulous. Thank you. It's beauty counter. I can tell you. Like, <laughs> do, you have, do you have the serum on? I do. I do. Yeah. And the oil. I love our oil. Yeah, but um, it's also probably because I... It's, I've been eating four days healthy now. Like, uh, you know what? I have to just say that it's been four days, but when I first saw Michelle day one to now, there's a whole new glow happening on the skin. I feel that way. I have it's to say that my energy yeah. level is different. My, my mental energy is different too. So yeah, I feel I really good. I Thank you. It. I, I appreciate it. it. Well, I'm going to turn off the recording so we could take a picture with each other. Okay. Left you. Hold on. <laughs>